Welcome back, people. It's episode 25 of the Taxi Squad Podcast. Vince, no matter what, we get it done. What's up, my guy? Dude, nothing. We're little traveling boys this week, though. Ooh, I've been everywhere, man. I have, yeah. uh, I've, I've been in uh, two states today, so life is, uh, life is good, man. Life is good. How was, uh, how was your tour? How was your tour? Dude, it was great. The nation's capital is definitely where government happens, so that's good for everybody to know. Um, that's some good government. You know, I will say, that. I went, I, yeah, basically, <laughs> I went to, I went in eighth grade, right? And you go and do all the, the history tours and all that jazz, and it's like, all right, that's cool and all. Way better as an adult. Got a little dancing in, got sang Dancing Queen really, really, really loud. So that's where my voice went. So that's why I sound like this now. But oh, yeah, I was about to say, is he sick? Is he sick? Yeah, no. I'm just a little raspy, a little raspy king right now. Um, but no, it was raspy great. King. How was yeah, how was uh how was the Vegas? Oh man, Vegas was great. Got to see got to see my nephew. He's so damn cute. He's sixteen months, Jackson G, my guy. So he I got to see see him and spend time with my cousin and my cousin-in-law and you know hung out with them you know fiance was with me so that's always good and then we sp- we stayed a night at the win on uh, stayed a night at the win on sunday absolutely fascinating highly recommend people going there not the best sports book um not the best sports book in all of vegas so check this out so there's this brand new development in vegas its name is preceding me at the moment but my cousin was telling me about this. You can literally sports gamble in a swim up bar pool. That's legit. <laughs> and it's a rooftop bar pool. And it has like four different levels of pool. And basically you never have to leave the pool. You can stay drinking and gamble on sports in that pool. I would never leave that damn pool. I was going to say that's dangerous. I will lose all my money on drinks and gambling. That's all it would be. <laughs> Oh, I would I would just be watching games all day and getting absolutely destroyed and not knowing what I'm betting on and just hoping for yep. the best. Um, hey, maybe you'll come is, out on top. Who knows? Yes, it it was. Uh, well, you know, actually, to say that, Vince, I did come out on top. So Let's rarely, go. rarely do you go and win. But yeah, no, no, no. This guy did. This guy did. So it was uh, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. So definitely recommend it. I will find the name and I'm going to post it uh, on the Instagrams for Please do. Uh, these great people out here. But yeah, no, Vegas was good. Work conference has been jazzy. Um, you know, life <laughs> is good, man. Life is good. The wind pool, just in case anybody didn't know, if you go to the adult section of the wind pool, be prepared to see some tits you don't want to see. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. They, they're just out there. It's like, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, didn't know I see that. I mean, it was like a big surprise. Like, you'd just be walking the pool trying to find a spot for the fiance. Whoa. And I, I was like, whoa, <laughs> those are all of out there. And, put uh, them away. No, put it, them away. Put them away, please. Some people just don't want the tan lines, but I feel like some people should keep the tan lines. But yeah. <laughs> to kind of segue into that, and last week was adultery, and we're starting off on a great one. Uh, but Vince, we have a new strange and unusual. Yes, we do. Um, I will say this too. I kind of wish this happened in DC and it didn't. And it was a little heartbreaking for me since I was there, but our president, Joe Biden fell off his bike, Mike. (laughs) Dude. I don't know if you've ever fallen off a bicycle as an adult, but it's so fucking embarrassing. It's It's immoralizing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like, 
you're a kid, fine. Training wheels come off, you fall over every now and again. But if you're a grown ass adult and you fall off of a bicycle, yeah, no, that's 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 just embarrassment one on one. Now I will say, uh, this gentleman in his not so spry age uh, yeah. should not be um, riding bicycles where the feet clip in. Who let uh, him ride should... like a racing bike? Who let him do yeah, who this? Let him, who... <laughs> what handler decided to let the lizard ride this? I don't know who did. <laughs> But I'll just say that it, it just, uh, yeah, he had no business being on that bicycle. And he kind of looked like he was lost. I'm not going to lie. Dude. Well, the the sad part is, is like he was entirely stopped and like he was clipped in, you know, and my thought would be, you know, pull your foot out, but you kind of can't. So he's just like, he pulls up. He's like, what the fuck do I do right now? And he just kind of like fell over. It was so slow. It was honestly really funny. Um, good thing he didn't get like, you know, severely injured or whatever it may be. But the best part about it is he kind of popped up like a, like a youthful man. I was like, Oh, look at this guy go. And just starts chatting with the kid right away, trying to deflect the attention away from him. Like not everybody saw him just eat shit off his bike. <laughs> did he sniff the kid? Next question. Did he sniff? The that kid? was my thought too. I was like, I yeah, who know. knows what he sniffed? <laughs> did he sniff the kid because man. he's known to sniff some fucking kids. That's so, true. With, with all of that being said, I mean, he fell off that bicycle going zero and uh i mean hey i don't know how embarrassing it is to wipe out going zero but uh yeah i wouldn't want it i wouldn't want it it's like I wiping mean, it's out a, on a jet ski going zero. it's a damn shame it's just like yeah it was so like it was so anticlimactic that it was climactic you know what i'm saying like it was so stopped it was so slow that you're like oh well, hopefully so he, didn't he hurt wasn't himself. in D.C. Where was he? Was he on his ranch? I think he was probably his... in Delaware or something like that where he's from. Yeah, oh, supposedly yeah, right. most presidents Delaware don't guy. don't stay there in the weekend. So it's that's news to me, right. too. I got told that when I was there. Well, Trump never stayed there. He was always playing golf yeah. in Mar-a-Lago. He was always yeah. doing no. something somewhere different. Let me tell you, I went to the White House. The security there is next level. <laughs> I mean, really, that's what Vince? you should expect like, in like, all that. Like I it's know. almost the fucking White House. <laughs> it's like the most. Like it's almost the fucking the White House. But it's crazy. Like every single light post, there's two cameras on each side. There's microphones on top of it to like record you. And then there's like little motion sensor lasers right above the fence. So if you were to hop the fence the minute that you pass it, you're just getting sniped out right away. <laughs> Absolutely. I heard that they put like some new structures in front of the White House. Is this true? I, I don't know. Well, Maybe that's false. There's a really beautiful park in the front. So okay. Jackson Park's right in the front. You see all the statues and stuff like that. I didn't see structures, but I did see a lot of Secret Service members, a lot of big gates, a lot of do not pass or we're going to basically murder you signs. So, yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. Sounds yeah, as, about it, right. as it should be, I suppose, right? Absolutely. Did you go to Gettysburg? I did not go to Gettysburg. There was a lot Dude. of... Um, Drinking and brunching and drinking and then walking around and drinking it, and brunching and <laughs> was it was it just a boys trip or was it somebody's yep. bachelor party or Mm-mm, just a, I have a couple buddies that live out there so we uh we all got together the aforementioned Rich came with me we all know Richard shout out to him oh um, Richard Richard <laughs> shut up Richard, Richard. <laughs> shut up Richard Packers Mike gets mad at Richard for calling him shut Packers up Mike, so. shut up Richard. <laughs> That's all I got. But yeah, we went out we went out and visited. <laughs> we went out and visited our friend though. Um, so we were all, you know, there's a group of about seven of us that, you know, went out. I had a good time, you know. It's a fucking cool city, man. So we were just riding scooters yeah. around. It was awesome. I heard uh someone uh took a Joe Biden on a scooter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I took a Joe Biden on a scooter, but it's all right. You know, we we live to go past it. Couple couple bruises, but it is what it is. Now we're here and we're recording oh, a boy. podcast in beautiful Illinois. Rub some dirt on it, and we're back recording a podcast. I mean, that's kind of how it goes, you know. So you know, I'm I'm with you and and Vince and, and in our time from last week to this week, we did crown an NBA champion, and our yes, predictions are fucking terrible. Just Completely don't wrong. listen to us for <laughs> basketball predictions. Uh, I or mean, predictions Vince in was, general. <laughs> I mean, you know, we do okay. We try our best. We'll keep but trying. No one knows. What's up? We'll keep trying. Don't you worry oh, about yeah. that. But oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we'll never not now? try. We'll never not try. But yeah, now worked up Boston. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to end that quick. I thought Boston was going to tie it up. I thought it was for sure going seven. But uh, no, that didn't happen. So why don't you kick us off into this uh, last game of the season, Vince? Yeah, man. So I was sitting at Harry Carey's in Midway Airport. Elite place to watch the game. I'm just going to say that right off the bat. I was just sitting there waiting for my flight, just getting canned with a couple buddies. It was awesome. Um, Basically, the complete story of the last game here was just Steph Curry. Um, watching it, watching him play, it's one of probably one of the most electric things you can watch in the NBA. And I don't honestly don't believe it's recency bias at this point. He should, should have gotten the finals MVP. He deserved it and he did get it. And, you know, I'm happy for him, but at this, there was a point in the second quarter where you kind of felt like it was already over. The Warriors are making everything. The Celtics couldn't get one offensive stack uh, set going. It's not even worth diving into the statistics at the end of the day because that uh, that game was just – it was over when it started. The Warriors were the better team, and, yeah, it ended the way that it probably should have, and Steph got his finals MVP, So, and he deserved more than one at this point anyway. So happy for the guy. Oh, man. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, he, he gets to sit at the table with the greats. I mean, he's arguably this generation's Ray Allen plus, right, in my opinion. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, ever lived. People might argue, like, Mount Rushmore for the guy. Now, I wouldn't probably. And, again, recency bias is a real pain in the arse when it comes to this stuff. But he I'd say- he's won a lot of championships. He's changed the game a lot, and he's going to be the best scorer ever or best shooter ever in the league by the time it ends. So I would say that, you know, Mount Rushmore light potentially, because like my Mount Rushmore, yeah. MJ's number one, of course. Right. Then I believe you got Magic, right? Bird. Okay. And then Kareem. I mean, you really hate him, don't you? Who? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. LeBron? Yeah, dude. He deserves to be up there. Come on. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Fuck it. No. no. Even who's, if you don't who's... like him. No, no. He fuck him. No. He's he's the South bitch. He will forever be the South bitch, and I will okay. never support that man. What he did to Cleveland the first time, unforgivable. Granted, yes, what he about did the second time? Bitch move regardless. <laughs> he ruins teams. He, he ruins teams. Like, That's do you true, realize? Actually. Do you realize, okay, that basically he was like, I want to go play with Golden State. And Steph Kerr and the rest of them were like, we're good, bro. Yeah, that would have been ridiculous. Even like the KD thing was crazy, but like if LeBron went there, I'd be like, oh, shut up, dude. You're supposed to be playing against them, not for them. Yeah, but that's yeah, what no, I'm I mean. Saying. Steph Curry's. Top 10 no matter what now, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Top 10. You got to put them there. I would say I would say top six of all yeah. time next to Kobe. I'd say Kobe's five. I'd say Kobe's yeah. fifth on that list for me. I would probably I, take I mean, Bird I, out of mine, put LeBron in there, but I'm right around with you. Well, 
Bird is the great white height. Bird is Larry Bird. I mean, Larry Bird was just an absolute savage. Larry oh, yeah. Bird would tell you where he was going to shoot the ball, would tell you how he was going to hit that move on you, and then just absolutely drain shit. Do it. Yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah, he was damn good. So in my opinion, I believe it was a team effort. The Warriors, they don't necessarily rebuild. They just reload, right? I mean, because what? It's been three years before their last championship now? Yeah, just about. Three years? Okay, so three years since their last championship. And you know what? The state of California and L.A. can just eat a giant dick because (laughs) they now – okay. So the Rams win the Super Bowl, basically their first year in their new stadium. And then yep. with their new quarterback and fully say, fuck those picks. Okay, they win a Super Bowl. Now you got Golden State winning the NBA Finals. And the Dodgers, I mean, who knows? But they're favorited to go. So if they win the World Series this year, they could just all jump in the lake. I'm state just, of California. I'm done. I'm done. State of California can eat a giant dick because this state <laughs> – or the, the great state of Illinois. Okay, I'm in Minneapolis right now, so it doesn't count. But the great state of Illinois has only known a championship uh, since 2016, the team we won't even mention because we're not <laughs> time. But I'm just saying, you know, with that, you know, we we had our years with hockey, but it's never like every sport is there. It's never that we've never experienced that. I don't think we will ever experience that. But that is just something like, could you imagine if in the same season the Bulls the Bears and like the Sox one, like, like it would just be absolute Crazy. pandemonium. The city would lose its damn mind. But that'll yeah, I mean, I mean, even in '94, they thought maybe it was possible with the with the Bulls and the Sox. But even at that time, it was like you know wishful thinking. Obviously, with that with that whole season just getting basically kicked out for the MLB. Um, but yeah, no, it's at least it's like two different areas of California. Like at least you're not talking about like the 49ers, the San Francisco Giants and the Golden State Warriors all win at the same time. But still, it's like embarrassment of riches on the West Coast right now. I would like to see someone else do it. I wanted to see Boston win. And to be honest, I I hope they can go back. But I will say that they do need a couple more pieces if they're going to try to do it again. Because a lot of the teams that were playing and a lot of teams that got kicked out did have injuries. And you can't just expect that to happen again next year. Who do you think they're going to try and go after this offseason? I hear a lot of people saying Kyrie might be interested in coming back. No, if I was them, I'd say, uh, no, sir. No, siree, dog. Why is Kyrie that? Irving does not want to be on the Nets. I They didn't like him there. And then also the whole, like, saging or whatever that they did, people didn't like that. When he stepped on the leprechaun as a, Boston, or as a Brooklyn Net, people didn't like that. I mean, Boston's got passionate fans. I'm not sure they're going to welcome back with open arms. And I don't think he wants to go back, if I'm being honest. Yeah, true, true. I but I did so. hear that maybe he goes to the West Coast and joins the Lakers. Yeah, I don't think he wants to play with LeBron again. I think if I was him, I would avoid that too. <laughs> I wouldn't. Because you, you don't know, know what's what? going to happen after next year. You know who could use his services? Who's that? The Chicago Bulls. Lonzo Ball, baby. No, Lonzo Ball's knees are done. He's going <laughs> to get hurt again. He's going to get hurt again. Yeah, I mean, he's just got a contract, so 
and there's a lot of talk about the Bulls. But we'll get to that. Let's. Um, did you see the Warriors parade here? It's been a little bit of a wild time for the Warriors. No, Vince, I've been living under a fucking rock for like the past four <laughs> days. So no, I did not. I did not. Tell me what happened. Did somebody get obnoxiously? The, the MVP. Up? The MVP of the Warriors parade is Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson got fucked. Oh, <laughs> so seeing him. like random videos throughout uh, social media running around during that time. First off, Clay Thompson takes a poll of Hennessy and just screams, anything is possible, which is just, you know, that's front page of the newspaper stuff right there. Um, next video, I think he's on a Snapchat. His hat fell off. His hat fell off when he was on the boat, ended up wearing a captain's hat for the rest of it, which is great. And this is my favorite one here. Obviously, he was a little drunk. He was walking down the street. Something snagged his foot. He starts tumbling a little bit. You know, like the videos of the guys that, like, start falling, but they never end up falling. They just kind of start tri- tripping away for the next five minutes. He does yeah. that. Sad woman just kind of walks in his direction, and the dude just truck sticks her. <laughs> the lady's no on the way. ground. The lady's on the ground. Clay Thompson's obviously pretty fucked up. He looks around, he's like, oh, shit. And then she just gets up, and he just, like, walks away. He's just like, oh, shit. Dude, it's what kind is of like these the parades? What is yeah? I was just about to say, what is it with these fucking parades and these poor innocent women bystanders fall off of fucking stages? This lady gets thunder kicked in the fucking dick. All right, she doesn't have a dick. I mean, it's LA. Anything's possible. Who knows? She you never thunder know. kicked in the ass. I'm just saying. It's like I'm just saying, but it's like, how does this happen? Two parades in a row, and it was sad too because. He starts falling over, and she didn't see him from the light of day. She had no idea he was coming. And you get like a six seven dude, NBA player, pretty built, like just like absolutely truck sticking her. Felt bad for the woman. I assume that she's okay and everything's good. But the last thing here that happened to good old Clay Thompson, he goes to like shake a guy's hand or whatever. I guess he could have like went to go high five him or whatever, maybe. And one of his old championship rings fell off and like basically went into the crowd. So he's like on hand and knee, just looking for his championship oh, ring no. on the side of this crowd. And I was like, wear the rings, like, dude, leave them at home. Wear the new one, but don't wear he's, all of them. He That's can't wear the new one yet because they're not going to get until next year. But he's wearing all of them just to show, hey, look at the fucking shit that we did. Like, boys. Tom Brady does that, but like Tom Brady does that at like a like a nice dinner, right? Mm-hmm. He'll wear the four. He's in his suit. He's looking spry. He's looking good. Mm-hmm. Doing his Tom Brady handsome game. And you know, here, here, here are my rings. I got one for every finger, basically. Um, but not at that event. That's just like trouble bubble. Or once you start getting hammered, put them away, bud. Put them <laughs> like, away. You have a handler at that point if you're that fucking rich and you just won the NBA championship and you want to get fucked up with the boys. Like I get it. Like I get it. You know. And as far as it all goes, you know, like we've all gotten a little fucked up before and, you know, potentially, um, you know, used you, you, whatever, like uh, you're fall, you maybe fall into someone. You're like, ah, oh, shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, shit, it happens. Like one time I left yeah. gypsy Kings at Ravinia and I was about to fall over and, you know, <laughs> I used some innocent woman's head to keep myself afloat. And I just kept it moving. <laughs> I kept it moving. You know, I don't think she listens the size to this, difference but is probably ever out similar. There? Oh, God, I probably compressed her spine. Um, <laughs> so in advance, I'm terribly sorry to whoever that woman was at Gypsy Kings many, many years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, sometimes it's just, it, it, it happens. It happens, you know, and sometimes you just got to keep it moving. Right. That's what I'm saying. And, it, you know, I love to see it. I love when somebody gets all 
fucked up at a championship parade. Kind of like when Brady was hammered at the Bucks parade. Like, it's just fun to see guys just having a good time. Um, but, yeah, don't be losing your championship ring. My guy lost his championship hat, championship ring. I think he found it. Absolutely truck-sticked a random woman on accident. Look at him go. But another Warriors player who seemed to be consuming something other than alcohol in the name of marijuana slash weed, as the people know it as called. Andrew Wiggins took a picture with Clay Thompson in the club, and Andrew Wiggins looks zonked. And it's funny because you look at it, and he almost is a spitting image of Benny the Butcher. <laughs> so hi, like Andrew the Wiggins. Benny the Butcher? Yeah, he looks just oh, like him. Dude. It's crazy. Benny's got bars, dude. Benny's got bars for days. Like, Yes, he, he does. Shit. That track, that new track he's got with J. Cole is just absolutely disgusting. But mm-hmm. the butchers, I don't really know what he looks like. I know what he sounds like, and I love the sound, but I'll have to Google it because that's if that's the case, I mean, hey, Andrew Wiggins, though, like let's sidebar for Andrew Wiggins. I mean, sure. is it possible for that team to win this championship without the Andrew Wiggins games, basically? Because he just took over a couple different games. Where everybody no, else no shot. I mean <laughs> – he was very important. I mean, if Steph Curry wasn't so important to the whole thing, then he probably won, would have won finals MVP. I'd say he's probably the second best player on that team for all things considered. Um, <clears throat> I like to see him succeed overall. Like, just because, mm-hmm. like, you know, he comes up, goes to the Timberwolves, goes to the Cavs, all that shit. Like, you know, he had, like, an interesting little road to go on here to, to get to that point. So I like to see him succeed, and like, yeah, I mean, he was an extremely, extremely important part of that whole team. So good to see him do that. I like to see Andrew Wiggins succeed, but you know, someone's gonna, you know, it's recency bias. I said this like three times already, but someone's gonna be like, Andrew Wiggins might be the number one player on a championship team in two years, and you're gonna be like, all right, shut up. <laughs> like, there's no way, there's no way that's happening. No, I, I think Andrew Wiggins definitely got his revitalization with the Warriors I believe this was a necessary move for him he came into a situation he's going to come back there they're looking basically they have the funds to bring back this entire team now what's going to be really scary is if they actually add to this roster and bolster it to make it more impressive than what it is like imagine this roster with like Rudy Gobert yeah but we're going to talk about it in a second there's no way he fits on that cap crazy we'll see his, we'll see. his you know more about insane, the numbers but, than i do i'm just spitting out, out, out here. well yeah no and i'm with you it's like they have some team-friendly deals for sure i don't know if they're gonna win it again if there's a bunch of healthy teams in the league but you know that never does happen and you can yeah. you know they could repeat if they want to um but yeah i don't know i mean like andrew wiggins comes in this year he becomes an all-star thanks to those that k-pop group so he's an all-star and nba champ now and he wasn't that before the season started so it would be who of them to stay on this team and try to run it back again because this guy, you know, he fits the he fits the system well and he's honestly a really, really good defender for them this whole this whole series basically and the, for the playoffs for what, what it's worth. He could be probably the second most important player on that team and I honestly think that he was for this series at least. Well, what, Clay was out half the season, right? I mean, Clay And two years play. earlier, you know? Right. <laughs> Right, so they got the injury bug, so they got got that out of the system. I mean, imagine them next season with Clay. Like, that's the stupid part to even think about. Like, that's kind of what I was saying too. Like, dumb. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and there was there was a beautiful moment where Clay Thompson just runs over to the team's trainer, gives him a big old hug after the game, basically like, "Hey, we took our time, we did what we needed to. I came back healthy, and it ended up making the difference." So, Didn't Clay Thompson had a good AC- series. He tore his he- ACL and then he tore his Achilles, right? Yeah, like exactly, year, like back to back years, like traumatic like almost career shattering type injuries. And he just comes back shit 15 years ago. There's no way he's coming back from that. No, no. Modern medicine's an amazing, amazing thing. I mean, yeah. it ain't no shit. As Norman. Yeah. Houston. So, it ain't uh, no shit, buddy. and also white Sox player or former white Sox player, trace Thompson took a picture with him too. So I got to see trace Thompson's beautiful face, brotherhood everywhere. Wiggins brother takes a picture with him. Uh, Seth Curry sounding off on Twitter. All the brothers coming in too. Look at that go. You know, I didn't want to see them win. I'll be honest. I've, I've been saying that the whole time. I kind of wanted the Boston Celtics to win, start a new regime, all that stuff. But, you know, you got to appreciate greatness where it is, and this team is great. And Steve Kerr, sir, might have the most championships as a player and a coach in due time. He might even be able to pass Bill Russell, which would just be crazy. Well, time's going to tell on that, but I mean, Steve Kerr has proven himself to be a guy and, you know, learning under pop for as long as he did and being a bench coach for the Spurs and those uh, early 2000s, mid 2000s teams. It was, it was crazy. It was nuts. Yeah. And even being able to pick up this team too, where it started and like anybody who has any argument saying Mark Jackson would have done this is just stupid. So like Steve Kerr is a good coach a great coach, if you will. And it's obviously shown to work out for him pretty damn well. These last, what is it? I don't know, seven, eight years now at this point. So yeah, shout out to him, Steve Curry. He's got an insane amount of championships now. Oh yeah. I mean, Mark Jackson was like our Ricky Renteria, but Mark Jackson actually built something that was real and passed it off to Steve Kerr. Yeah. I mean, no, no hate to him. It's just, he's not winning all those championships. But to move on <clears throat> today, John Wall, old friend alert. We haven't heard that name in a long time. He just picked up his $47 million option from the Houston Rockets. And need I remind you people, last year, the Houston Rockets benched John Wall for basically the entire season because they wanted to make sure that they can play their young players, which an NBA talk is so, they were trying to Yeah. Exactly. That's what it is. So, so it's like, hey, okay, uh, John Wall, you're a stud, and welcome to Houston. We're just going to pay you a bunch of money. You're not going to pay income tax on it, and uh, you can just chill this year. Just get Basically. yourself ready. Yeah, they traded. Oh, they wanted to get rid of Russell Westbrook. They brought him in, got a couple of pieces with John Wall, and then John Wall's like, yo, I got a player option extra year for $47 million. No one's giving me $47 million right now. I'm going to take that. I'm going to pick it up. So – Basically, and they also traded away Christian Wood. I would like to say that as well. That was a big piece that they were just like, screw this too. But the reason I bring all this up is John Wall has to play basketball this year. There's no way around it. Like John Wall has to play basketball this year. He's not going to get traded, so they have to buy him out, right? Um, Either that or let him play. Well, like... <sighs> I guess that, why would they let him at that point? Because they're not even going to try to be like a okay, new, well, you know, I don't know. Any any GM isn't going to go, oh, yeah, I want John Wall, and he hasn't played in a year and give up anything of significance for him. You're, what are you going to give up two first future, you know, lottery picks for John Wall, who hasn't played in this season? And you don't know if he's going to come back and be a stud or he's going to be a dud. 
So it's like, what's and you're the, also not going to trade for forty-seven at? million dollars. Like forty-seven million dollars no. on your cap space is insane. <laughs> forty-seven million dollars. Um, but for real though, it's so it's so true. I just don't know what GM's going to go. You know, that's the that's the ticket. the missing piece. Right. Yeah. Like I, I don't see it. I mean, don't get me wrong. John Wall's a stud. Um, his last. He, he might years, be good. He got a lot of good rest. <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, fuck it. You, I, I, if I'm a player, don't you want to play? But I mean, then again, forty-seven million dollars just to kick your feet up and chill for a little bit. I mean, ain't too bad. Suck. Life doesn't suck just, right there, my friend. I just miss watching John Wall play. He's a fun guy to watch play. It's just like, yeah. I mean. There's no way he was just going to deny the player option just to play $47 million. Take it. No one's going to give it to you, but yeah, he's going to, my, my thought is he gets bought out sometime in the beginning of the season. He goes to a team that needs him. He'll take whatever he needs to. And that, you know, that amount of money that it's going to cost, whatever it is. And he's going to go and try to win a championship. And I hope he gets that chance because he deserves to play. And I want to see him play, but also get your money. My guy. Get your money, man. Life goes on. So I'm I'm totally squirreling right now, but Vince put the picture of Andrew Wiggins in the <laughs> in the dock and he looks so stoned. Like <laughs> I we need to post this as a story because like it's for crazy. real though, he is higher than I mean, he's higher than high. Like he's Snoop Dogg high. Like and good that's for my boy. <laughs> oh yeah. Get after oh, yeah. it. I watched uh Kevin Durant on David Letterman as well when they were talking on David Letterman's Netflix show. Kevin Durant also likes to smoke the weed too, so I love to see it. Power to well, the he's people. Like, yeah, I'm high right now. Guys. Yeah, I mean, he was like, "Yeah, I'm high right now." I mean, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, it's it's a plant, and you know, I can't speak of it for many different reasons. Uh, you know, corporate policies and all that good stuff. But you know, do you boo boo? That's all I got. Do you boo boo? Do you boo boo? <laughs> You know, that's all I got. But, you know, to me, this is something now that, you know, moving into next year, I believe they have the biggest chance to repeat of any team in the league. Um, okay. But, yeah, John Wall, I don't know. He's either going to play out his contract or get shipped somewhere for a bag of balls. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. That's how Maybe I Maybe a team it. wants to pay him. Who knows? Um, okay. Well, we, you mentioned we do him, have Mike. more NBA. I did. I was going to say, you mentioned him, Mike. Rudy Gobert so the league Bulls, source, league source is oh. saying that the Bulls are probably going to get Rudy Gobert, and I would I like called to tell this you that shit. I called this shit, and I fucking I'm, called this shit six months ago. Hasn't happened yet. I hope it doesn't happen personally. Why? Why? Rudy Gobert is going to make forty-one million dollars this year. Uh-huh. Rudy Gobert is offered forty-one plus million dollars guaranteed. Until 2026, where he's going to be making $47 million. Mm-hmm. My guy's going to be like 34 years old, making $47 million. They're going to give Zach Levine the max. They already basically did. He signed it. They got a DeMar DeRozan, has, DeMar DeRozan has a major contract as well. Pat Williams is going to have to get paid in the next couple of years. You really can't pay anybody else after that. So basically, well, Rudy Gobert better be the only piece that you need or it's over. All right. Rudy Gobert or Vooch? Gobert. Pick one. Okay. Gobert, but with the money, so Chances are, chances are, right, they'll try and move Vooch for something in return because he's a great shooter. But I, if you get Rudy Gobert, you get a banger. That's what we need. We don't need a center that can shoot. We need yes. someone who can D up Giannis. Mm-hmm. So that is Rudy Gobert. 
And that's someone who can D up Giannis on a night in and night out basis. That's what you missed. And you need that. You keep the money for Pat. You get rid of the contract of Vooch. You draft a guy who can be a decent backup to Rudy. And then you have a great ball distributor and Lonzo and Zach Levine and all this good stuff. So in my Rudy opinion, Gobert takes up $15 million more than Nikola Vucevic does. Yeah, I understand it. I understand it, but you got to that's like a, one at that point. That's, that's a good player, it. 15 mil. For a year, that's a good player. But he has no value other than just shooting the basketball. We need a center that can beat and bang, and Rudy Gobert can beat and bang and post up. You don't think so, we can get a guy for less than $41 million to do that? Because like his offensive output in the last couple of years has not been high. I mean, I just don't know who you're going to go get. Are you going to go get Kelly Olynyk? I, I, don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's like, talks about Mitch Robinson that doesn't get me up at all. Um, like none Mitch of it Robinson's does. Like, good, but. Well, I don't know. For me, it's like I'd like a big name and a banger in the middle, but I understand the money side of things. But the Bulls, you know, you have to, as you just alluded to, you have to know as an organization that like, okay, right now is go time and we need to win. So if that is going to be the case, then yeah, Rudy Gobert hypothetically might just be the play, right? But then again, if you don't feel as if you're in a position to compete next year and go far into the playoffs, well, then maybe you need to reconsider what this position would be. In Arturis Karnasovis, we trust. That's all I'm going to say. The That's guy's already name. built a, a lot, It is. A lot of labels. There is a Sovis in it with multiple Ks. It's a whole thing. He's some but, sort of Eastern European, I'm assuming. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. But he, he basically built a really good team that overperformed this year. We can all say that. So I'm hoping that he makes the right choices and it moves forward and we're going to be good. Um, one more thing about the NBA too. I just want to mention the NBA drafts tomorrow. And I would be lying if I said that one, it really mattered all that much this year. Um, just based on the guys that are coming out, I think, uh, you know, Banchero is going to be good. I think Chad Holbrook is going to be good, whatever it may be. But in reality, I don't think any like insane studs coming out of this draft. I hope it goes well. And the Bulls do have the 18th pick. So maybe they pick up a guy. Maybe they get like an enforcer down low. So they don't have to use Tristan Thompson and it'll be good. It'll all be gravy. But yeah, we'll see about the end. Yeah, Tristan Thompson's got to go. We got to go. We don't need that Kardashian drama in our locker room. Get that the fuck out of town. Get that the fuck out of town. I'm done with that. Now, I will say this, though. The Bulls are in a weird spot where it's either like, okay, you got the guys to compete. Now, what are the pieces to help you get over the hump? And if they don't, then it's not going to be good for years to come. Yeah, then they're going to have to make some moves here. There's no doubt about it. At that point, just break it all down again and, and rebuild. I mean, Pat Bev would, would you know be a guy to, to be a part of that. Not Pat Bev, Pat Williams be a part of that um but you know to i prefer me, pat williams over pat bev <laughs> any day any day although i am also reading that the bulls are interested in signing pj tucker so that is a thing as well that is also coming up in the news and i don't know if pj tucker is a guy you necessarily need right now because he's just more of a beaten banger on the defensive side so i don't know if that's someone you need uh, although it would be nice to have a good defender that could go up one-on-one with a guy you know, like, um, oh, who's the who's the point guard for the Bucks? Why am I spacing on this? Oh, uh, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. <laughs> Someone who could d up Drew Holiday. Like, basically, the Bulls need to say, okay, how do we beat the Bucks? Because we're the only team standing in your way. And it's funny that you bring up the Bucks too, because he was an integral part of that championship team for the Bucks. Like, mm-hmm. no, I know. he 
and he's like he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's dense. And like we've seen it a lot. Like he he's good at well, D up guys. He can actually he give you some spot up shooting from here and here and there. I actually think he would fit the mold pretty well. He's not going to be too expensive. I like a guy that can come in, play some defense, be that like grit and grind guy that they need because they have a lot of high flyers and it's a fast team. So bring him in. He's an irritant for sure. Yeah, there's he there's no doubt your about skin. it. And yeah, you know Caruso that. was good in that role last year. You get two of those guys coming in. I'll take it. That'd be pretty dope. That'd be pretty dope. We'll we'll have to see here, Vince. I mean, it's getting pretty hot and heavy. NBA draft always is snooze fest unless someone big is coming out. Unless like, Zion's uh, coming out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or Zion. That, that was a total like, yeah, now he's 300 pounds. He can play left tackle for the Bears. But still, yeah. it's it's definitely one of these situations where, you know, the NBA draft's either a dud or everybody's looking to see where the guy goes, and usually he goes to the lottery pick. Yeah. So that's always how that one unfolds. Now – Vince, we would be remiss if we didn't discuss some playoff hockey. They're Dude. about to start here in about 15 minutes. Tampa, yep. Colorado series is getting pretty hairy. We're getting yep. a lot of back and forth, a lot of high-scoring games. What's your prediction for this evening? Dude, there's a lot going on right now. Um, So I was at uh, the bullpen outside of Nats Park on Saturday watching that game, too. Shout out to the Nats. The Av- Vince out here yeah. doing big stuff. By the way, side thing, Camden Yards is one of the most beautiful parks I've ever been to. So the Orioles got to get their shit together so they can get more people in that ballpark. <laughs> but I digress. Um, <clears throat> and I went to two parks. I just want people to know. I'm not mixing them up. Okay, here we go. Totally so awesome. game it's one right. looked rough off the bat. Tampa came back, but it wasn't enough. One point, one point uh, game. Game two, though, I was nine drinks deep having a good time, and I thought I was daydreaming because the Avalanche were basically fucking them up. It's like they scored four goals in, like, the first quarter, I think. Or, um, Jesus, period, jeez. Um, and they won 7-0, and then game three, Tampa strikes back, blow them out. So, what inning is it? What inning is it? I know. That's exactly what, when I was doing what that? Inning? It was after you know, the, th- it was the after third, the fourth inning. Third, fourth <laughs> inning of this game, you know, it's pretty fucking crazy, you know, when they, Sorry, when they went flustered. into that intermission. <laughs> No, it's going to be interesting. I think tonight is a must-win game for Tampa to keep yep. this series going. Um, if they do not, it's insane. What has been so impressive to me, though, is watching this playoff <clears throat> hockey series is knowing that every game is basically going to smash the over because there's so much scoring, it's stupid, and I have no idea how two of the best goalies in all of this game are just getting absolutely iced every night. Yeah, I mean, the Avalanche offense looks ridiculous right now. I will say oh, – yeah. I think, and this sounds like counterintuitive, but I think this is kind of a must win for the Avalanche here. Because if you tie the series up and you're Tampa that came back, did the seven-game series just before this series, they are primed to be pretty damn good. So at this point, I think Avalanche, like, get in there, take care of business, go up 3-1 and finish this series out. If they tie it up, you're going to have to get your defense in order. You are going to have to score a lot because you don't want to drop two in a row. So right now, I say the Avalanche win tonight. I think they need to win tonight. Let's do it. All right. Well, Vinny's taking the Avalanche. I think the Lightning are going to tie the series up, and uh, we're going to have a hell of a uh, long-term series here moving into it. So time will tell. Uh, but, you know, this game tonight is going to be pretty crazy, getting pretty hairy. And, oh, I would be remiss if I didn't shout out uh, this cat named Zach that I met on the plane on my way to Las Vegas, Canadian dude who 
runs one of the largest hockey blogs on all of Instagram, and he's known for trick shots. So check this guy out. Totally cool. Uh, Got a chance to meet him on the plane and just kind of shooting the shit. He has 351,000 followers. His name is Zach Bell. He's a awesome dude. Him and his buddy were on their way to Vegas to do some promotional work for a, a minor league hockey squad and all this good stuff. And like he was at the NHL honors uh, in Las Vegas this year. He's like, dude, it was no an kidding. absolute insane shit show. He, he was one of the cooler people I've met. So shout out to Zach Bell. Everybody give that guy a follow. Good people. Awesome. Love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. So everybody give that guy a shout out now. You know, getting into this now, Vince, this seems to be a uh, little early for this guy. Uh, but Gronk has claimed that he retired again. And I, I don't know how to feel about this. I, is I don't it Groundhog's Day? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if it's like one of these things where I, I he just doesn't want to go to training camp and then just play because be. he – like. That's kind of what it is, and then he'll unretire. I mean, no way in my eyes that Gronk retires and Brady's still around. Like, I just don't see it. Week 10, you'll start hearing all those murmurs like, ooh, Bucks are playing well. They can use Gronkowski. And then he's going to come back, and then they're going to go to the playoffs, and it's going to be a whole thing. I'm already expecting this. Here's a great (laughs) bet. Here's a great in-pod bet. Um what week does he come back? Does he come back before the season or does he come back during the season? First question. During. Second question. Okay, so during. So what week are we pinning here? Um, I don't think he's going to play a full season because he doesn't want to do that to his body. So I'll say Gronkowski comes back week 12. I'm going to say week six. Okay. We're going to say, uh, okay. Chicago Mike says week six. The Reverend himself says week 12. So everybody remember that. We're going to keep money on this. Pete's party. Still owe this guy a pizza party. And then, you know, we would be remiss. Uh, we're going to go down a sad route here. Uh, the big, the big goose man himself, Tony Syracuse, passed away at 55 years old today. Uh, gave big man like me and Vince a lot of hope growing up to play the professional footballs on a big level. Uh, and that's a sad thing to see because he was great on Fox for many years. He was awesome. And to see Yeah, I mean, that I mean, great, like amazing on the Colts, amazing on the Ravens. He was the he was the big boss in the middle for those evil Raven defenses. Absolute boss. But evil. for me, the big thing with Tony Saragusa is that beautiful fur coat on the sidelines for Fox football. Absolutely loved it. A lot of people like, you know, back and forth on whether or not they liked him there. But I love seeing him there. Just a big boy taking care of business. It's a it's a damn shame. He's 55 years old. Um, yeah, I mean, it's sad day in Ravens country right now, man. I'll tell you. Yeah. What was even worse today is that Jalen Ferguson, a 26 year old linebacker for the Ravens passed away tragically, like in his sleep, they said, and and there's no cause of death. I I was reading up on it. I mean, but like awful, just absolutely terrible. Yeah. It's sad. Shout out to the families. You know, life is too short, people. Hug your families. Hug your families. That's a that's a depressing NFL segment today, Vince. Let me tell you, Ravens country, take a deep breath, drink a glass of wine, maybe get a bath in. Do that. A little, little Epsom salt. Get over it. Hey, that shit, that shit's it, good. Know? I won't hate. No, Epsom salt definitely helps. But let's 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 brighten up our day let's talk some baseball here Vince. some youth heard, baseball yeah some youth baseball why don't you why don't you give me some some new youth coming into the league right now talk to me mike about let me youth. tell you 
for a team like the Pittsburgh Pirates, they're looking for something to enjoy. And let me tell you, they got something. O'Neill Cruz, he's been talked about a lot in like the whole prospect list and farm systems. People talk about that, all that stuff. O'Neill Cruz, shortstop for the Pirates, 6'7", absolute monster for a shortstop. But the crazy thing is, is insane sprint speed. So 31 and a half feet per second is basically what he ran, which is the tops Bless on it. the Pirates, which is insane. 96 mile per hour throw from shortstop against the Cubs. Absolute laser coming down the line. No one can no one can beat it out. He also has the hardest hit ball by a pirate this year at 112 miles per hour. All this stuff is insane because he's currently at nine at bats for the season right now. <laughs> the kid is just raking right now. And you know, it's gotta be positive from the pirate standpoint, because they haven't had a lot to cheer for for a little bit here. I mean, they had Brian Hayes come up great contact hitter. He's, he's going to be a really, really good player, but like as far as teams, how they've, how they've done the last couple of years, seeing the Cubs win all that stuff. I mean, it's gotta be a little semblance of joy here, seeing a guy like this come up and I want to see him be good for many years. Well, you know what? The pirates aren't as terrible as people make them out to be. Uh, what's the dude's name? Center fielder, right fielder, Brian Reynolds, I believe. Is yeah. His name. He's really good. Yeah, he's a stud, yeah. and he's not a power hitter. But, I mean, you know what? Listen, if you could put some pieces together, you know, Chris Archer going there, you kind of knew that was just going to fall on its face. That was not good for that. All that good stuff got paid, but what are you going to do with playing for the Pirates then again? You know, I don't know. I just feel like from an organizational standpoint, they don't want to spend a ton of money. It's why they always are in, like, some granted state of rebuild. Um, so it'll depend, but that's crazy to see that this the dimensions on this guy for, for a shortstop are just insane. I mean, yeah, he I mean, he literally play point guard in the NBA. He can play small forward, dude. He's six seven. He's absolutely yeah, enormous. And that's why just seeing the sprint speed, it's like, yeah, you got long legs, but like he's not running everybody on that team considerably. And then he also has like the hit tool. He's got the throw tool. Everything is just working out for the guy. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hoping that he's good for many years to come. I hope this isn't just like a flash in the pan, but. He's a top prospect, and he deserves to be so because he looks awesome. Also, O'Neill Cruz is a significantly amazing name. O'Neill Cruz, the fact that his first name's O'Neill, right? Nuts. Like his first. You can flip. You could flip flop the names, and it would still sound like a name. It would still make sense. Cruz O'Neill, O'Neill Cruz. Who is he? Could be two separate guys. True story. Same guy. Still a boss. Right? <laughs> He's the boss. You know, I'm just saying. But no, that's that's great to see. Um, and then you know, on a sidebar, I I just hate I just hate fucking yankees dude hate to so really dislike the yankees i mean I, I you know happy for rizzo that he's on a winner because i always you know as an individual i like him i liked um, him too, I, always, yeah. I always thought he gave back to the community here and he and he you know gave back to the kids and you know uh as the taxi squad podcast would say we you know we love the kids support the kids you know yeah uh but sure you know, trick a lot of kids uh, but it, it's true, though. Like, he could do, and to see him playing on this banger of a team with, you know, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, and, and he's just that third piece of the trifecta that just crushes baseballs. Yeah, 50-18, and 18, man, is an insane record. I don't know why they're playing so damn well right now. I don't like the Yankees. It's been made pretty clear over and over and over again. They piss me off as a collective. And it doesn't help that Josh Donaldson's stupid ass gets to reap any of the benefits for this as well. But, you know, they're a really good team. They have the best pitching staff in the league right now. Garrett Cole is literally the worst pitcher by ERA on that team, which is ridiculous too. So it's just like everything's working out. The only 
semblance of positivity I can grab from this on my end is maybe they're just too hot too early. So I'm hoping that's the case. And then when the playoffs come, they're you know they'll kind of fizzle out and die. That's my fing- that's my fingers crossed on that. That's usually the case. What happens um, right now in my eyes, it's going to be one of those things. Well, you monitor it until after the All Star break. You know, yep. after the All Star break, things change greatly. So we'll have to continue to pay attention to it. You know, we hope they're halfway to a hundred right things. now, man. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Absolutely nuts. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it isn't. And you know, if, if Garrett Cole can become the Garrett Cole of old, well, watch the fuck out because that guy's I mean, everybody's fucked. <laughs> yeah, honestly, but he does. He does choke in the playoffs usually, and not only on top of that, you know, they seem to choke in the playoffs also. So there is some hope. There is some hope there. Now, on the opposite side of this, um, did you catch that angle they showed of Rizzo hitting that walk-off? I did not. I did not catch that. I'm going to have to repost this because it was like the coolest thing I think I've ever seen. Just the angle was from the opposing team's dugout, and it was him hitting this absolute piss missile over the right field fence. And it was like the coolest angle I've ever seen. It's like the ball hit the bat, and you knew it was just gone. It just got out of the I mean, ballpark in a matter of like 2.5 seconds. Just when he catches a ball, like not catches, but when the bat catches the ball from Anthony Rizzo, it is beautiful to see. He's got that wide open yeah, stance. He gives it a nice pull end. It's like, yeah. And also, you know, that right field wall, it gives people, gives people some home runs every now and then. So he's in the right place. Feet. It's like a little league field <laughs> bullshit. It's ridiculous. Like I could, hit, I could, I could take one deep. Oppo. Oppo, yeah, bro. straight Oppo. up. Honestly, he could. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. I totally could do it. Totally could do it. Anyway, yeah. And it's a pop-up and it's gone. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> now, I will say this. Definitely go in on sports cards for O'Neill Cruz, okay? Just a shout-out to people. Who if you haven't already, yeah. Do that and Chris Morrell. I believe those two are going to be long-term plays. As much Good as point. I that guy's been a boss too. Chris, Chris Morrell is very stay. fun to watch. It's a shame that he's on the Cubs. <laughs> shame he's on the Cubs, and Nick Madrigal is not looking like that guy anymore. So I'm not nope. that upset. Not that's that what upset. I was Maybe saying. Yeah, I mean, something we didn't. I think he'll end up being all right overall, but he's not hitting for average right now. And if that guy doesn't hit for average, then he's not really anything worth on your team. So <laughs> that's what you kind of need from that guy. So I hope he gives it back up because I just like Nick Madrigal, but it's not looking good for him right now. Definitely not looking good for him at this stage of the game. Um, you know, it will be interesting to see what happens there. But let's stop talking about, you know, teams we dislike. Let's start talking about teams we do like, Vince. So let's yes. let's take a sidebar here and go to Comiskey Corner. White Sox have been on a small run here. Uh, you know, took two or three in Houston, which is a very big deal, considering we don't play Houston well at all. Um, yep. So that series was crucial. Luis Robert is on fuego right now. Um, and we also took two or three from the Blue Jays. Um, so right now I am cautiously optimistic, but I kind of want your thoughts. I don't, I don't know how to feel, man. It's very, very yeah. weird. Um, so they kind of, okay. So they basically went off two games ago against the Blue Jays, took care of them pretty nicely. I loved what I saw. Then comes last night. Dylan Cease is throwing an absolute beautiful gem. He had a no-hitter into the fifth inning, if I'm not mistaken. And the team doesn't really score much. And I'm like, hey, guys, you know, 
you want to help a guy out here, maybe? That might be a good idea. Um, and they end up winning it, I think, in the 12th or the 13th inning. It was like 11.50 at night. I was like lethargic at that point, just watching it happen. And, you know, I was happy that they won it, and it kind of felt – first off, it was for White Sox charities too, that game, so they ended up pushing it a little bit further for charity, so shout out to them. Um, but then they played today, and it didn't go that well. And it kind of hey, concerns Julio, me. Uh, that's See, that's the problem. Lucas Giolito in his last five starts – 25.2 innings pitched, 27 earned runs, 40 hits, nine home runs, and a 9.47 ERA. He was supposed to be our ace, man. I don't know what's going on. It's like he got COVID, and then all of a sudden everything started going downhill a little bit. But it's just like concerning because you need we need him. Like if we are going to succeed, we need him to be good. Even if Cease is throwing beautiful and Kopech's throwing really well, and even Cueto came back and is good. Giolito is an important it piece of this rotation, and we need him. No, <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think that, of course, he's an integral piece of what you're going to be moving forward. Uh, I just feel like he's got a little bit of the yips right now. He usually figures things out from a mechanics standpoint. There's always like a portion of the season where his mechanics go to shit, and he gets shelled a couple games, and then he figures yeah. it out. So I'm not like too worried about Giolito right now. I feel as if the, the rotation can pick up where the – um, you know, guys who are in funks, um, you know, are are going through it. So I'm not too worried about Giolito. He always gets usually pretty hot, just like Abreu uh, after the All-Star break. Um, now, I, I still don't know what's going on with Eloy. Uh, I'm, I'm more concerned about getting Eloy back than yeah. I am about anything. Um, that, to me, is the biggest. We need another bat in this lineup that can provide some power. And we also need T.A. back. And, you know, still, who knows what's going to happen with T.A. You know well, I mean, T.A. played T.A. played two games this series. So he was good, came back, played pretty well, made a bunch of dumbass errors yesterday. Just errors on the face path, errors on the field. I was like, God damn, my guy either might be a little. He either wows you or he, you just sit there and you're like, that was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, it's kind of the bias effect, but the guy's going to get on base a little bit more, which is good. Um, I will say Eloy's playing DH and triple a tonight and I'm hoping that, you know, everything works out well and he's back soon. Cause yeah, like you said, we could use some power, but I will say Andrew Vaughn's played pretty damn well for what it is. Um, he's hitting the ball real nicely this year, which is good. Abreu's kind of coming back and hitting well. And you know, Luis Roberts over 300 and he's playing really well too. So if we can keep this guy going, Josh Harrison got his walk off the other day. He's been hitting well for this series as well. So if we can bring these guys in, we're going to be in a pretty decent spot, in my opinion. I'm hoping so. I would hope so as well. Um, you know, I, I just feel as if the second half of the season is going to be a big push. Yeah. Um, the Sox here, you know, not so hot right now on TLR. I mean, fans are Jeez. basically calling for his head in the middle of these games. Fire Tony. Like this is, we're getting here. We're getting here, and we I don't basically know. said it all. And I still feel the same way every single week. It's yeah, just like, why is he is the fucking change. manager? Why is he the manager? It, it needs to change. I hope Rick Hahn's beating on the table, but you know, we'll we'll kind of figure it out. But hey, Vinny boy, uh, this weekend, side yeah, bar, Sox got a long standing here with the Orioles. Yes, might have to. Taxi Squad boys might need to go show out. Could very much. It could very well happen, bud. It could I mean, very well. The Orioles. If they, I know. This could be I, a pocket where we really need to like sweep the Orioles. 
Yeah, so by the time we record next week, they have four against Baltimore at home, and they have three against the Angels in Anaheim. So I'm hoping by the end of next week, if we can take five out of these seven games, I'll be a happy camper. Um, the Guardians just took the lead in the Central. Sox are one Indians? game under 500 after today. The Guardians, sir. Um, the Indians? No, I'm not going to say it. I'm telling you. I'm not dying on that hill, kid. Um, the White Sox are good. <laughs> no, I know it's stupid. I, I agree, but it is what it is. Um, the White Sox are four games out of first, though. So the Twins haven't been playing that well. Guardians take the lead in the Central. You know, it kind of seems like a spot where if we just kind of sneak up, win five or seven here, come back around, go into the All-Star break, feeling kind of good, it's going to put us in a lot better situation. So I'm just hoping they can take five or seven, like I said. That would be a really, really nice little, nice little trip here before we record again next week. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm Jack for it. I'm Jack for it. I think that, you know, we are in a position to get close in this division right now. Um, you know, 33 and 34, we're basically 500 and the twins and the guardians are a little bit better than us. And it is concerning, but we'll continue to push through. Hopefully this team gets better as we start to get some of our key cogs back here and let's continue. And our bullpen, man, our damn bullpen. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, We're yeah. So missing, We're so dry. We're so thin right now. right now. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's that and other guys, too. I mean, they're really dry right now. They had Vince Velasquez pitching in the 11th inning last night, which is not what you want to see. Davis Martin was taking an eighth inning. in the With the lead, Davis Martin was pitching in the eighth inning. And you, you can't really have that if you're going to try to compete. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know, losing Garrett Crochet was huge this this uh the spring training and mm-hmm. you know him having tommy john you hope maybe he'll be able to come back for the playoffs but i don't think that's gonna happen i don't think they're gonna rush him yeah no he's too good to be rushed and you know if anything it's such an interesting thing tommy john surgery that basically they're like eliminating one tendon and tying two together and they're basically urging like high school kids who are going into college who are pitchers yeah just get it done and it's yeah. like you become the bionic man so I, I don't know. To me, it's pretty crazy. But, you know, we we may have to go make a move for a, a handful of bullpen pieces or something, because if you're going to compete into the playoffs, you need something. It just reminds head. me a lot about that Craig Kimbrell move. <clears throat> and I and I agree wholeheartedly. It's just who well, do we go? And get? We, go ahead. Yeah, I no, 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 no. I'm with you. The Craig Kimbrell thing is bad PTSD. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> we need Bummer back. You know, we need Foster to start pitching well again. Graven's been pretty good. We'd like to get a better Graven, and Joe Kelly being a little consistent is going to be good for us as well. So we have guys. You just need everybody back, man. You need Eloy back. You need Liam Hendricks back as much as you probably hate it. You need, you know, Bummer back. You need all that stuff, and you need you guys to start playing well again. So that's really all it's going to be. If they all click, then we're going to be a good team, and if they don't, then we're screwed. You know, <laughs> it's just kind of what it is here. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's looking more so the latter right now, but we'll uh, we'll continue to monitor it, and we'll see, boys. We'll see. White Sox, you need to wake the fuck up. But let's talk some Bears next week. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, road show here will be over by next week, so be back in full effect next week. I already got some topics I'm thinking about for it, and Vinny, it's always a blast. It's been a damn pleasure this week, Mike. It really has. Thanks for hopping on in the beautiful Twin Cities, my friend. 
Yeah, no, definitely, uh, definitely got it done. You know, man, I mean, hey, like you said, we don't quit for nothing. So we'll continue to keep doing it. Everybody, please join us again next week. As always, you know the drill. Like, follow, like rate it, it, listen to it, it, subscribe. Five stars. All that good shit. Five stars always. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week, people. Taxi Squad Podcast, episode 25, season two, in the books. Peace. Peace.